0: All right, everybody, hey there, and welcome to another random yet slightly different episode of Hammer Time here with me, your host, Chris Rios. I'm here live with my producer and great friend and the host of the Let's Just Talk About podcast Tony Lopez, thank you for joining me today again. Uh, gang, gang. <laughs> yes, sir. Man, I I got, I got to admit, Tony, I appreciate you coming on today. You know, I mean, other than the fact that we're in the midst of the NBA playoffs, Um, There's tons to break down there and it's honestly got me very, very ramped up excited for a number of reasons. Particularly right now, this Nets-Bucks game, which is going shit for me, but we can talk about that here in a moment. The other thing I wanted to mention is that, hey guys, we're taking the show to a next level. I've decided to, uh, due to popular demand, go ahead and and invest in some of the production of the show and actually give a little bit more of a shit about it. So, that being said, that's why my voice probably sounds like it's not coming out of a fucking, I don't know, like a a toaster oven, because it's no longer is
1: Uh, let's be real it doesn't sound like it's coming out of a car so
0: yeah so that's a (laughs) huge win everybody so now you get a better much more clear round symphonic tone of my wonderful voice now now we're gonna fucking immediately abuse that by screaming in the air about shit that you probably give half of a shit about depending on who you are where you are and why you are but guys we got the nba playoffs are going on right now we're in the heat of it we are about what we're in the probably the back end of each series of the semifinals right now uh-huh. in fact one team has already advanced um we're recording this show here on january 15th uh 2021 whoa 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 um, whoa, or, whoa whoa i'm sorry june 15th <laughs> my god wow, hey it's my bad Jesus. my bad my bad, dude. <laughs> COVID makes everything, all months, days, everything blends in together, blends man. I together. know. Jeez. The point I was getting with that, the reason I know for a fucking fact, though, that it is June 15, 2021, is because I want to tell all you Texans out there, even though you'll probably hear this when it's too late, if you haven't done your taxes, do it. Because I did it about like an hour ago. So- <laughs> do your
1: fucking taxes, people. Goddamn.
0: Yeah, dude, especially if you're like, you know, and not in the top even like twenty percent of America. Yeah, Go get seriously, your fucking money like, while you've been waiting. So get your guys, shit done, you know. <laughs> for sure. But uh guys, when you get that return though, you need to come back to the show and we need to discuss your future business
1: endeavors. By the time you get that refund, it's going to get real close to the start of the NFL season. And that's really when you want to put your money down. That's
0: actually ironic as hell. I was thinking a lot sooner, but he's actually, Tony's actually probably a lot more right. You're probably
1: going to get that shit fucking not until like, the starts. Because you know <laughs> yeah. everybody's trying to get their tax return at the same time, so you're going to have to wait. You're hey, going to have to wait. <laughs> hey, fucking exactly.
0: God forbid you have a fucking, you know, you're getting a check. You know what I mean? The pizza becoming my Turbo foot. Tax. Yeah, no shit. That's what I did. So that's probably my problem. No no free plugs. Fuck you, TurboTax. You fucking yeah. Uh oh,
1: fifty dollars for this.
0: Yeah, did it ended up being ninety, but because it was like a dead deadline shit and I don't want to go through where I did it, I just went ahead yeah. and continued. I just didn't want to risk it being ninety. Bro,
1: so, mine uh, was like they uh, my ass. uh what was it? Oh uh, like one fifty, that's it. And I was like, okay. <sighs> that's hurt it hurts still but and Wait, then right refund after, was 150 or you had to pay my reef my refund was 150. oh well i somehow
0: fucking i somehow was able to flip paying two something into like getting 600.
1: i see my, like but my best friend my- ever
0: though was like two jeans
1: oh mine too mine too that was last year actually but we ain't we ain't, i'm not a tax expert that's that guy right over there it's not that ain't me
0: yeah, if anything, I'm very just moderately educated in Texas simply because I work in finance, my day job, enough of that boring shit. But ultimately, guys, when you get that refund, here's what we're, we're, we're gonna, you gotta come back to this show. Just be a friend, tell a friend. And guys, we're gonna make a shitload of money in the fall. But right now, let's go ahead and just dwell on the fandom that is what we have in front of us in the NBA playoffs. Like I said, back end of these semifinal series, we have one team that has moved on in the Phoenix Suns, a team that we've had multiple guests here on the show talk absolute shit about um but guys chris paul the phoenix Suns, not only did they beat the mvp and the denver nuggets granted with a handicap and i missing an all-star pretty much an all-star player in jamal murray they sweep against nicole Jokic, the mvp and the rest of the murrayless denver nuggets now, they anticipate the winner of the Utah Clippers series. Jazz went up 2-0. Clippers facing the situation for the second time in the second straight round and ultimately come back to tie the series. When is game
1: five? Do you know? Game five is tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. And All right, oh so since people are going to hear
0: this, so since people are probably going to hear this after the show, yeah, after that game or right before it, Let's just go ahead and look. Let's, let, let's talk as if it already happened. So, guys, okay. spoiler, Jazz won. Jazz win 112. <clears throat> Clippers oh, okay, 104. Okay, I
1: can't even take you seriously right there because genuinely the way the Clippers have been playing these last two games. slap Domino. Oh, my God. Playoff P is back. Kawhi Leonard putting his balls all over the Utah defense. Literally. They're, doing the
0: same, they're literally doing the same thing they did to Dallas. They just completely switched it up mid-series. It's going to take a lot of grit and grind, and we're going to learn a lot right now from Utah to see how they respond. Because think about how disappointing that team or, you know, Donovan Mitchell specifically is going to be after being the number one seed, breezing through the first round, getting to the second, having a 2-0 mm-hmm. lead. Mm-hmm. I set on the conference final, clearly set up to clash with the Suns, where you know you have a shot all day long against them. And if you fuck this up, you are going to look like a total fucking pussy. I don't know how else to describe it than that. Because, I mean, it's just going to be a hard mountain to climb again. You know, mentally, emotionally, physically. You know what I mean? It's a huge grind after everything you've yeah. had to go through to get to this point. So... I don't know. I'm thinking the Jazz win though. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and just bet with uh, go go with the trends here and just ride the wave of the Clippers. Of, not, but not even more for the Jazz, but more for the Clippers.
1: <laughs> yeah, but and good. the Jazz really, really do have that home field advantage. Like I hate to say it, but the Utah fans—that's their only sports team—and of course they're going to get passionate about it. Um, yeah, and they've it, been like absolutely. they've been like that for years. And also, uh, let me just sidetrack my own thoughts for a second. Um, The Utah Jazz is absolutely the worst nickname in all of sports. Just point blank, period. Utah Jazz. The fuck. I understand where the name came from, but Utah Jazz. It it don't. It don't match. If anybody gets what I'm saying, you get it. I mean, they need to change. I I get that. See,
0: it's ironic because I think it's actually one of the most badass names. I just think it's extremely fucking unique. Now, they used to be called the New Orleans Jazz, though. That's
1: With Pistol Pete Maravich.
0: Yeah, exactly, dude. So, like, I mean, it's cool. I mean, it's unique. I like that. You know, I mean, they kind of remind me of my horn frogs where it's just like, why the fuck did anyone pick that?
1: And it's just like, you know what? No one
0: else has it. And,
1: And, yeah, like, where else are you going to find a horned frog like that? Like a horny frog, you know?
0: <laughs> right,
1: like dead ass, like for real. Like I've seen right. them. All, and where are you gonna find, like, find? And where are you gonna
0: find? And where are you gonna find jazz in Utah? That fucking I'm state kidding. probably makes dancing
1: illegal. Oh shit! I mean, you have to oh, look. I used to work at a liquor store. I know Utah's liquor laws, and you have to make your drinks, your mixed drinks behind like in the back of the bar and then you bring it yep. back out to the customer exactly it. yep you can't even
0: yet can't display your bottles out in front and you. you have to have a curtain over mm-hmm. that shit. it's like yeah it's, cra- and it's-, it's, it's crazy how that shit works so that's so, okay so so what you're telling me is what you're telling me is sober state sober play jazz go down in game five
1: exactly that's my opinion and uh, i i think the clippers finish in six Wow! Holy shit. You just, okay.
0: So damn, only because it's going to require a conversation later. Anyway, what do you think that does going back to my point about Donovan Mitchell? What do you think that kind of that does to his legacy or, or to his old, to his ambitions as a, as a jazz player, do you think that kind of
1: drifts him out? I mean, no, Um, I already, I still feel like he's got some years left in him in Utah, but at the same time, How long does Rudy Gobert have? How long does, um, who is it? Um, Really a lot of that team. But also here's the reason why I think Donovan Mitchell stays. I think them bringing in D Wade as a part owner and just actually having more of that focus on basketball and everything else. I mean, literally we saw. During one of the games, I think it was game two, D-Wade sitting on the sideline coaching, just just sitting there coaching Donovan Mitchell during like a break in the game. Right. Like he didn't right. have to do that. Like, that's not exactly why he's there, but he knows he's like the same size guard as Donovan Mitchell.
0: No, yeah, that's Man. funny you make that comparison. I mean, there are tons of comparisons of Dwayne Wade to Donovan Mitchell. No, they, t- I feel like, and again, by guys, like, I, I hope you all know that I am just a basketball Scrooge. Like, I'm just a fan. I honestly, guys, I picked it up in college as far as like looking into it in depth. I've always been a fan of my whole, been a sports geek my whole life. You know, I'm talking motherfucker. to go watch golf, tennis, whatever, right? I Hell, I've been a wiffle ball lately. You know what I mean? But anyways, my, my, whole, my only point is by no means can I break down the X's and O's for you, but from me from at least an educated sports fan's perspective with enough hours clocked in than I probably worked in a year, uh-huh. I would still say that, at least in my eyes, it looks like Dwayne Wade and Donovan Mitchell have similar playing styles. They attack the rim the same way. It seems yep. like they have similar shooting ability. Yeah, um, Both seem have the same, the same, the same kind of internal furnace, that kind of drive. Enough to, yep. enough to, enough to satisfy on defense to where it's not obvious that you're just a fucking guard.
1: You know and what I'm look, i Let's just call it like it is. In my in my opinion and in a lot of people's opinion, uh Dwayne Wade is probably the third best shooting guard in NBA history. Period. Man, uh, and and I I say third as shooting guard and there cuz 1 and 2 and you anybody can debate this, but in my opinion 1 and 2, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. Hmm. And uh, like who's really going to argue those two names? Right. I, no, I mean the point. It you can't get any better. But also, you look at D Wade and what he did for the Miami Heat, right? You can't get any better than that. That man yeah, left a legacy in, in Miami. Well, yeah, Jonathan well, Mitchell, Mitchell
0: put... will be a fucking god in Utah. He would have exactly. all the wives he wanted. He would have all the wives he wanted.
1: Lord have mercy, we went there, didn't we? <laughs> ha!
0: ha. <laughs> Got to throw a Mormon joke in there sometimes. Oh God, yes. come on.
1: Like, but, uh, when we're talking about Mormons, I mean, for crying out loud, they have vodka in that state called Five Wives.
0: Um uh, I'm so dead. Holy Not shit. a
1: joke. That's a real thing. And I've seen pictures of it. And they also have a Pride Month version called Five Husbands. My brother's my cousin. <laughs> they're fucking, they're that's why, why I can't fucking... live in that state. Because <laughs> they Jesus. relate. Jesus
0: Christ. It's it's kind of so crazy. All right. So like, okay, so I, I, I like the idea of you thinking the Clippers still do that to him anyway. Hell, maybe it kind of fits into this whole, you know, hell, maybe it's a career defining moment for Donovan Mitchell. You know, maybe maybe he gets his fucking absolute ass handed to him again. He gets embarrassed another time. Maybe he takes it like a bitch almost immediately, but then maybe it's that fire that he needs to come back and be just this MVP level player. I think now more than ever, the MVP award is completely up for grabs. With Nikola Jokic becoming the 2021 NBA MVP, I think that only means that literally we are at a lower standard than ever. Now, does that does not take away from anything that he did this season. The Joker is a phenomenal basketball player. He's great. But look at what the, it just happened to the MVP. He just got fucking mm-hmm. swept by the Phoenix Suns in the second round. Yeah. So it's definitely not impossible, right? It, it kind of makes me feel less bad about Luka not even being in. But look, let me say this. It's more winnable than it has ever happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? This year, without a doubt, was the most like up-in-the-air
1: year for MVP.
0: In a long time, you have to easily say it, right, Tony? Yeah,
1: absolutely. And plus, you also got to remember, the MVP award is a regular season award. Anyways, <laughs> they're just looking at somebody's regular season. They don't give a shit about the playoffs. They don't. And Nikola Jokic, when Jamal Murray went down, stepped his game up even more. Um, there was only two guys in my head that were... Like candidates for MVP, and one didn't make the playoffs. Um, so he wasn't going to get it at all. And I'm sorry, Steph, I had to say it. Uh, yeah,
0: and that's honestly kind of why I think the Joker won by just simply process of elimination, right? Because it was like, okay, well, Steph, but I mean, the guy didn't really do what it took to be a really successful all year long, right? And then you mm-hmm. had, um, and I mean. Fucking taking account injury and cross out the rest of the list, right? James Harden probably would have been there, but since he just couldn't stay healthy for a majority part of the year, Jokic falls in as the default. Same thing with Bradley Beal; he had phenomenal numbers, but the team doesn't win jack shit. Right? I mean, there's there so, there's there
1: a whole bunch of candidates. That were like okay, yeah, you said Bradley was Beal, in there, fucking Luca, uh, Luca, Kawhi, uh, uh-huh. Kawhi for a time. Um, the God, John. like the the NBA. Um. I don't have the list in front of me, but I saw they came out with their all NBA teams tonight, and uh, I think the first Did team. Luca get it again. Luca got first team again. Fucking uh, Let's go. Uh, it was shout at, out to my boy
0: Luca Doncic, the motherfucking oh, Don ball swinger,
1: I, baby. Yeah, yeah. Here's uh, first team is uh, Steph Curry, Luca, uh, Jokic, uh, Giannis, and Kawhi. LeBron made second team, Durant and Harden were nowhere to be seen. Fucking
0: good. Because (laughs) well, well, for
1: those for those two guys is exactly what it was. They didn't play enough games this year. Also, PG made an all-NBA team. Joel Embiid made second in the all NBA all NBA teams. And now, because he made second team All NBA, he is now eligible for Philly's Supermax contract. Wait, who who did? I'm sorry. Joel Embiid.
0: Okay. Yeah, that, that that makes more than no sense. I'm actually surprised that that's another that's that's the name I was forgetting. If anything, he was the one that was set to win the MVP besides Jokic. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, I had talked about it all season, like, for a majority of the year that it was Embiid to me, but then Jokic really started going off, and then everybody forgot about those two guys because of Stephen Curry. It, it's well, just, that's genuinely how it works sometimes. It's just, like, when you're looking at the heat of the moment, you immediately forget the rest of the season. Like you're going down yeah. the stretch of the year. You're not gonna pay attention to what happened in what December, January? That doesn't matter to you then. You're exactly. you're paying attention to everything that's happening in current basketball. And plus, right. they only played 72 games. They had so, an all-star so, uh, game.
0: So is your point that you're trying to make that because of I mean, I don't know if you're saying that's just how MVPs work in general to you or if it's just basketball, but are you saying, like, the key to winning is just get hot at the end?
1: I'm saying get hot towards the end, yes. Get, like, okay. really hot towards the end. I mean, I like a lot that. of the MVP, or, you know what? Either get hot towards the end or stay dominant the entire year. That's why a few years ago when Stephen Curry won the MVP for the first time, he was in a, a, a unanimous selection. Like, the entire year. They won 72, 73 nuts, wins that year. nuts
0: that was. Think about how nuts that really was. They won, like,
1: 73 wins, back. man. The 73 wins on that year. God, that's fucking like, stupid. Dude. That's so I, stupid. It's, it's so stupid that it's even, I, oh, my God. They're so frustrating because they still didn't win the chip. Right. That team didn't win. <laughs> I mean, fuck. I
0: mean, that's that's why they draw those comparisons to the 07 Patriots, you know.
1: Oh um, man, oh no, man. Love hey, that team. But
0: hey, you know, <laughs> like, but how we end the candidates on Embiid? You know, I was just thinking Embiid right now in the series he's in against the Hawks. Ooh. Like, I mean, shit, you could have made a great argument for Trey Young in the right light. Now that I think about it, looking back now, Trey Young and those, those boys are battling. I mean, what the series has gone? Philly one, It's uh, one-one. it's actually Philly uh, two one now two two.
1: Two two, yeah. And Trey Young is not about to let this series die at all. He's not. He's not the one. This shit just like, seems.
0: This it just seems inevitable
1: to go Game Seven, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. That's my thing right now. I don't know who to put money on for this series right now, um, with the way Trey, uh, John Collins, Clint Capella, those guys are playing in Atlanta. I mean, compared to uh Joel and Beat look the majority of game 4 the sixers were in charge they they were in the lead but they lost it because Atlanta got hot Atlanta got hot towards the end 1 by 3 and Trey Young is going to be that guy in Atlanta for a while and you know what the last time me you and uh my co-host Jeff uh talked about Trey Young, we had to bring up Luka Doncic because they are forever compared. Tied at the hip. Tied at the hip because of the draft a few years ago. It's it's, and it got me thinking at the same time. Chris Bosh, Carmelo Anthony, LeBron James, D Wade are also forever tied at the hip. Like it's the same kind of thing. Like Magic and Bird, forever tied at the hip. There's always those guys. Always those guys who are always going to be stars. You can just see it from a distance. Um, and I'm Yeah, not they know. class,
0: yeah, superstars get classed together all the time. It's kind of like the only measuring stick they really have, you know? I mean, I mean people <laughs> do it. People do it, too, in their daily lives. I mean, how many people, how many times do you, do you ever compare yourself to a coworker and go, well, we start at the same time, and I'm already doing this, and he's doing that. Or you know something like that or that nature people yeah, do that kind I, of shit all I, the time. I, yeah, it's, it's human. But what I wanted to ask nature. you though about what I wanted to ask you though about the series is you know just the real just straight to the point. Do you think the Hawks really have a chance to pull, chance to pull it out? Like, is is Trey Young more impactful to his team than Joel Embiid, and ultimately uh, capable of doing more because he's a point guard
1: and that's just what basketball is today? I think it's not so much about uh, Embiid's importance. I think it's about how much look. The way the Sixers are going to win the series, if, I got to say it, if Ben Simmons steps up offensively. Jesus. Not defensively, offensively, because we already know the man doesn't know how to ju- shoot a jumper, but he has to be able to, if he's going to keep playing the way he's playing, he has to be able to create off the dribble, which at times it's frustrating to watch. Um, That's the only thing. Joel, Joel Embiid, is still going to rock the court i mean he also has uh plenty of shooters around him like uh like seth curry i mean i'm still mad at the mavericks for that i'm still mad
0: yeah i I'm think like, about Whoa. how fucking ideal it would have been to have seth during this last oh, playoff. oh my
1: god we could have made so I, many I, shots
0: literally, literally you could have replaced seth curry with christopher Porzingis.
1: I mean, shit, just put Trey Burke deeper on the bench and put Seth Curry in there. And, Bro, oh, my God.
0: Could, dude, I would trade Chris Stops for Seth Curry. Right?
1: I mean, it's weird in, in the Curry blood. I'm not shitting you. Yeah, guys, dude. if
0: you agree, in fact, guys, if you agree with me, hit me up and let me know uh, on Instagram or Twitter at Rio Stunton. Um, and hit me would up you too because I agree. Oh, Yeah, would phew. you trade, would you trade, Kristaps Porzingis. Raw deal. Fuck the money. Fuck the contract. Just player for player. Would you trade Kristaps Porzingis for Seth Curry back? Let me know. Give me a comment. Uh, shoot me up. Twitter and Instagram at Rio Stunton. If you don't already follow, hit the follow button.
1: But guys, now, I would. I, fucking would. I, <laughs> I would too. But here, I, I'm going to bring up three teams that I've been hearing uh, about the Kristaps thing, right? Um, I've been hearing Boston. I've been hearing Washington. And somehow, uh, with the Washington thing, I hear about Portland. Now, Portland wouldn't be for uh, Lillard or anything like that. I think it would be a part of, like, a three-team deal. Um, But somehow, C.J. McCollum's name gets brought up a lot. Uh, I've been hearing Bradley Beal. I've also been hearing for Boston. I've been hearing Kimball Walker. Um, There's a lot of possibilities, but clearly... A lot of the names that are being mentioned are guards. Right. Now, well, smaller I mean, I think guards that well, well, also have ball guys.
0: I think the Mavs need like the complementary guard to Luca.
1: That's why I think the best one I've heard is maybe C.J. McCollum because there's no chance in hell Dallas gets Bradley Beal. I'm sorry, because yeah, I mean,
0: that's, that's because that's because because Beal's Loki and Alpha. We need a top-tier Beta to fucking join this team.
1: That's McCollum. McCollum,
0: McCollum's a beta. (laughs) McCollum's a beta. Now it's pretty much as good as beta's get. Beal's gonna demand a, you know what I mean? Like he's the alpha. Like he's gonna go somewhere. He doesn't get 31 fucking waiting for the ball.
1: Yeah, and, and let, let uh Chris Stops go to DC. Let him play with Beal. Let him play with Westbrook. Let, yeah, let them him no, no, take no. on. Let him get what he really fucking
0: wants, which is to sit on his lazy dumbass and collect a check and play in basketball games that don't fucking matter and get points that are super easy because they're going to be down by 15 every fucking game and not give a shit about anyone else's well being but yourself. You selfish bitch, Chris Stops Porzingis. That is exactly what he really shit. wants to fucking do.
1: He's so annoying. It's so annoying annoying I I like look being a Mavericks fan we all we all were excited when he came in but dude if you're gonna be a little bitch about everything get the fuck out and don't you make know, it I, harder for Luca's yeah. relationship with the fucking office dickhead yeah Ugh. you know what,
0: like, you know what and that brings me to my new segment dickhead of the week brought, oh, to, shit. You, brought to you by these nuts dickhead of the week Christoph Porzingis I haven't had a chance to get on the airwaves or anything uh, since since this report's release and really ultimately since the Mavericks lost, but guys, holy shit. Can you believe Chris has had the audacity to inform media and inner circle members that he is upset about being a quote unquote afterthought on the Dallas Mavericks basketball team because he's not viewed as a co-star with Luka? I'm fucking sorry, Chris but have you not looked at a goddamn scorecard, box score anytime recently? Dude, you average like 10 points a playoff game. Luke is over here four years younger than your ass and dropping 40. Generational talent. If anything, dude, you, you got put in a bad situation because the guy you came to play with, you underestimated, it, and he actually ended up being even better than you thought. Dude, he you he has he has reduced you to the just the the scum of a role player. For a guy getting as paid as much as you, you're literally exponentially overpaid. It it is it is a literal understatement for how overpaid you actually are. And then to actually to act and then to even imply in the slightest sense at all, even if it was just remotely joking, right? To simply imply that you belong in the same stratosphere as Luka Doncic in terms of importance on this team and capabilities in the game of basketball, you have got everyone in the city eight shades of fucked up. I don't know what the hell you think you are or where you need to be, but it damn near isn't here and shouldn't be here. So, dude, you need to get the fuck to step in
1: because you are indeed a dickhead. I mean, I'm with you. Like, dude, what in the fuck? Kristaps. Disrespected? Dude, we treated you like a king when you came. You burnt your welcome in New York. All right, we understand that. Nobody likes New York. At least not, not a few years ago, at least. Yeah, we here, we try to make everybody welcomed. Yeah, and Why? then, when since you've been here, you've been nothing but an entry-prone giant. You're not even like giant like Bobon. Bobon at least has a reason. You are just big tall and skinny big tall arrogant useless god dog like the only thing that was cool about him being here is the fact that the 40th anniversary jerseys looked kind of perfect on him because he called him the unicorn he put fucking wings on the jersey
0: right he's a fucking novelty but like, oh my god! Dude, like, like literally, I think he has more shot attempts than he does dribbles, dude. I, I, I need to find. We need to get a stat guy in this
1: fucking show. But my I'm sure whole, that's out there somewhere he doesn't know how to post up. He At doesn't all. know how to post up, and dude, it's just Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah. So, if you're you know, gonna that's, be that's seven foot man.
1: three, learn how to play inside the goddamn paint. Play basketball, dude. God just damn play fucking, Just play fucking basketball. Yeah, this is why Jokic is the best big man in the league right now, is because. Jesus. God,
0: man, think about how oh. nuts it'd be to have a like
1: Jokic Luka one day. Yeah, like Jokic, dude, he's the first center since Shaq to win the MVP. And Shaq literally was on air, was like, "Thank you for winning the bringing the big man back." I'm like, you know what, Shaq, for you, anything, because you're the. Look, I'm gonna say it too. He's the most dominant big man in NBA history. Oh, Point for blank. sure. without a doubt. Like, like, who was gonna stop Shaq? He was overall, seven yeah, foot dude. one, I mean, three hundred or two hundred and eighty every, every,
0: pounds. Everything from overall physicality to I think even just Shaq doesn't get enough credit for his basketball IQ because he comes off like such a head ass. Mm-hmm. But uh He's a very—he's I mean, very smart basketball player, and then the intangibles like his ability to get under players' skin. I think he—he he truly is just the, the best of all of all worlds when it came to like it, man. Talk about being born for an era. You know what I mean? And like he
1: was—he was so good at what he did. He made his teammates better. He made Kobe—he made Kobe better. He made Penny better. He made Dwayne better. Just period. Right. In KP, it's...
0: you don't make a goddamn thing better. God, you know who makes
1: players better on our team? It's fucking Luca. The only thing he made better is the pain in my ass. God also, it, he, he made me love Tim Hardaway that much more. God damn it. I love Tim
0: Hardaway. <laughs> oh, man. But you know what? Hey, I did want to touch every series in the East. And since the Nets just made that three to make my feelings feel a little bit better, I'm going to go yep. ahead and bring them up. Um, the Brooklyn Nets are down eight points in game five right now at home against the milwaukee bucks this series started off two 0 nets it seems like they're about to put it away they haven't had hard in the entire time up to this game and the bucks go ahead and pull two gritting grimy games out of their ass to tie the series hold home court go back into brooklyn and right now it's a pivotal game
1: five i still feel like this is nets eight days a week yep. what do you think? now let me I agree, but um, let me ask you, um, how much of an impact has these injuries played on the series, especially for Brooklyn? Because the majority of the series, they didn't have James Harden. James Harden's back for Game 5, but he hasn't made an impact yet. Kyrie Irvin goes down in Game 4 with that ankle injury that looked awful. Mm. Already reported, he's not going to play the rest of the series like how much difference does that make for the Brooklyn Nets?
0: That's a good question. I mean I, I really don't know. I mean how much did how much did Harden miss them? did they make a difference
1: Harden it made a bit of a difference when it came to being able to score the basketball and get to the uh look in my opinion I think Harden's a better passer than Kyrie but when Kyrie has on Harden is handles. He's able to get to any point on the court. Harden, he's limited right now with that hamstring injury. He's not able to use the handles that um, that he thought he had in Houston. Sorry, I gotta say, thought he had because he was in Houston. So, um, it's it's Mavs biased right now, guys. Just, if you're if you're if you're wondering, um, look, Harden. If they want to win this series, they have to first come back in this game. Second, he has to be able to score the basketball. Uh, Kevin Durant still on the court doing pretty much everything that they asked him to. Pretty much. Um, Even Blake Griffin has stepped up in the series, which they needed him to. I just don't...
0: well, say let's let's say that they don't come back and win this game. Let's say Definitely. the Bucks down two zero, come back, take a series lead three two.
1: Go back and to the, Milwaukee for Game Six, might I and
0: add. then the Nets and then the Nets just win throughout and absolutely See, break the Bucks' heart.
1: Good. That would be a great thing to happen for the Brooklyn Nets. But if they don't win this game, I just don't feel like they win this series. As much as I've said that I want Brooklyn to win the finals, they have to win this game. Well, just the
0: But the only reason I brought that up was because can you think about how the storyline around Giannis changes if that happens? Yep. You know what I mean? Like after winning two back to back MVPs, coming up seemingly shorter and shorter every time. Hmm? Right? And then to take three a 3-2 lead after being down 2-0 against, yeah. the, against the, the finals favorite and then blow it?
1: Yeah. God, man. That I would actually, really
0: make the Giannis look like a total bitch.
1: You know what's the crazy part about this game is the best playmaker on the court so far this game has been Kevin Durant. I'm just going to say it. He— Look, everything that I've looked into, he has needed to be the the primary playmaker in this whole game. I mean, at, at the beginning of the game they were at least down by twenty at one point. Now they're down by eight. They're starting to make a comeback. And there's also Jeff Green is hitting shots. If his teammates hit shots and they actually score the bucket, go score the buckets they need to, they should absolutely win this game. Like also, um forever uh fuck PJ Tucker. Um, you got a security guard pretty much banned from this series. <laughs> oh yeah, that's so funny. Do you want to tell the story? <laughs> Doug, like okay. I I watched this, I've examined it. Apparently, this guy had a Brooklyn Nets shirt on, but Kevin Durant and PJ Tucker had been going at it all night in game three. All night. Clearly. Uh, and then all of, there was this point where they started going of, like, on a war for words, jawjacking at each other's face. And all of a sudden, some pushing and shoving started. And this big ass security guard, <laughs> like, dog, this dude is bigger than me. I'm like, huge. And he just pops his head on the court, shoves the shit out of PJ Tucker. I'm like, God damn, what the fuck just happened? This dude, because he, he was Kevin Durant's bodyguard. He had a fucking net shirt on, neck shirt on, but he was Kevin's uh security. So he got banned from the building in Milwaukee for the rest of the season, and he can only work in the back during this uh during the season uh during the series in Brooklyn. That's all he can do for this series. Because so of what, that. So what are you saying that you don't like that he had a guard or I'm just like no like, no my whole thing is why didn't like more players more coaches get in there before the fucking security guard did
0: right that's so fucking sad one of the things that I thought is just funny to think about is you know think about back whenever they were recruiting KD right yep. I think about the conversations they were having like hey we know people fucking hate you if you come over here to Brooklyn, we'll make sure you have your own guard. That motherfucker will be on the road. No one's gonna touch you. Do you think that kind of shit was going down or do you think this is one of more of those after
1: You You know it was, that had to have been a part of the contract negotiations, you know, bringing your own guys in, uh, being probably involved in the, um, in the coaching process and everything like that. Being able to recruit your own guys to this, to, cause, I mean, look at the team, look at the team. Like, freaking, like, they've had Joe Harris. He, Kevin wants Joe Harris there. But like, he brought in Blake Griffin. He bl- he brought in James Harden. Despite everybody saying that, oh, it was a trade. No, he brought in James Harden. He got his, one of his best friends, Kyrie Irvin, onto the team. Everybody that's on that team has something to do with Kevin Durant. And even probably Steve Nash, even probably Mike D'Antoni, even right. uh, Amari Stonemeyer as an assistant coach, which I completely forgot he was there. Yeah, completely no. Shit,
0: for- it, 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 I mean, it really looks like a militia of NBA players have just gone rogue.
1: It's like even DeAndre Jordan's still there, sitting on the bench, and you don't even notice his big ass, but he's there. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this team? It, it's yeah. like it's well, like this team the, is down uh, seven. <laughs> it's it's the Avengers of the freaking Eastern Conference. Now, does it have anything on LeBron, uh, Wade and Bosch in Miami? Absolutely not. Uh no way, no how. I think what? Wade. Wow.
0: Really? Because I actually disagree, man. I think this team has way more star power. I think, <laughs> I, think I think I think I think Harden Kyrie. Uh, Harden Kyrie Durant is a bigger deal than LeBron Wade Bosch, simply because I think that little of Chris Bosch. But that's because, but let me defend myself in saying I'm ignorant. Yeah. Chris Bosch actually <laughs> kind of played a little Chris Bosch played more in a time when I had no idea really how to even process basketball. He, if well, anything, he probably falls right in your wheelhouse since a little
1: Oh my god. Dude, that was my prime NBA watching time. It was also because I was playing more NBA video games as well. I mean, Chris Bosch, when look, when he was in Toronto,
0: see I sucked at video those NBA video games. I can never oh, get a fucking that. shot down. I'm the guy that's gonna shoot when his feet touch the floor again.
1: Jesus Christ <laughs> all, you got, all you got to do is watch the hand watch the hand um but at the same time Bosch in Toronto was probably one of the two best big men in the league during that time period um he was an MVP candidate before he came to Miami and yes he realized um he had to to reduce his role to a third stringer or the third guy a third big option to play with the other two you know You're playing with LeBron James, and you're playing with Dwayne Wade. Like, you're not going to be the head guy, but you knew what your role was. You knew exactly what you had to do. And they they had the star power. And look, the fact that D-Wade somehow got them all in Miami still impresses me to today. Hands down, one of the greatest teams to ever be assembled.
0: No, yeah, I mean for sure. I mean, and don't even see honestly for me, if I'm thinking big three on that team, shit, I replaced Bosch with Ray Allen. Oh, (laughs) you
1: know. See, but at least Ray Allen was on one of those teams. And you know what? He uh, forever scarred his Boston legacy by going to Miami too. So because KG and uh Paul Pierce are over here being bitches about, oh you're gonna be loyal to Boston. Shut the fuck up about being loyal to Boston. Please shut the fuck up about being loyal to Boston. If you want to yeah. win in today's NBA, you got to leave. You got to move. You got to do something else. Or recruit and bring y'all, bring these motherfuckers in here. Your ass got recruited, KG. Shut the fuck up about being loyal. Shit, Tom fucking Brady wasn't
0: loyal to Boston.
1: Yeah! Well, for 20 years, he was, but, you know. <laughs> like yeah, my, but I mean, I mean, was, I, I was, mean, was, was
0: more. He was more loyal to a good thing. He yeah, was more loyal it, to winning
1: yeah because like he wasn't getting the money he was getting money off of sponsorships and shit.
0: he didn't really care about being in new england dude i think Hell tom, no. brady, Who the fuck tom, brady? tom brady is such a go at this point like he would have done the same thing anywhere if he had the opportunity if bill like, you know they had the same setup same winning same, you so don't give a shit about Boston. He don't give
1: a shit yeah about Boston. he's i from mean fucking, where's he from from california he's from fucking, like uh Santa Barbara or some shit like that area. Yeah, come here, dude. He grew up a fucking Niners fan. Like, of course, you know, him and like Rogers always wanted to be a San Francisco 49er because they were freaking Joe Montana fans. Like, of course you're a Niners fan. You love Montana. Right.
0: You love Steve,
1: you love Steve Young. Shit. like, us down here in the South, or at least in Texas, for us, we, when we were playing high school football, we wanted to be Dallas Cowboys. Let's be real. Fuck Houston. That oh, that dude. wasn't, like, Worst I dude. never wanted to be a Texan. No offense, they, uh, during the time I was in high school, they were a good fucking football team. I think we're going to say no
0: offense, but no, dude, totally offense. Uh, if, you, if you're a Houston I, Texans fan out there, you Fuck whack you and your team Like your team is corny Your logo <laughs> blows Your uniforms suck You have no legacy at all you, you're, you're god man you're, Your field is mediocre Your management is terrible Your ownership is subpar Your coach is trash
1: Your players oh, are your, trash your, your, your new coach is Actually no your new coach is garbage too Because even Deshaun Watson doesn't even want to play for the new coach That, that tells you something Like
0: there you go. This this is our transition coach, into so, football. You're, yeah, your <laughs> old your old coach, present coach, future coach, trash. So, yeah, because they're gonna hire to replace a motherfucker it ain't necessarily gonna be good either. So,
1: I mean, they've already they've already hired a new guy, and I'm like, it's some dude who was assistant coach in Baltimore, and nobody wants to play for that guy apparently because he's a bit of a prick. Oh, I, I mean, he's no Bill O'Brien prick, but he's a yeah, prick. Bill O'Brien's a fuck. Ah, Bill O'Brien was the worst for Texans fans. Like, so I don't... I don't understand how they dealt with his ass for so long. So
0: long. I can't believe and, that
1: whenever things were getting
0: hard, they were like, you know what this motherfucker needs? More responsibility. Needs
1: to, you know what this motherfucker needs, right? He, he needs to be the goddamn president of the football team. Yep, I said it. He's the president of the football team. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a Texan right there, isn't it? Yep. Yep
0: you Boy, know what god we're god, not jerry.
1: gonna race <laughs> oh people, people
0: rag people rag on jerry jones but god damn it all you have to do is look goddamn down i fucking 30 and fucking see exactly what the hell i was the i-20 all you have to do is go down i fucking 20 and see exactly what a real real fucked up office looks like jesus yeah. christ yeah. terrible absolutely terrible but hey on that note like i said transitioning into football where things are on the lighter side of things in the state of Texas and pro football. Hey, social media is crawling with it. What is that? Cowboys hype. Dak Prescott looking good on that ankle, looking like his body parts are all together and attached to one another. That's He's good looking thing. good
1: in them Jays, man. He's looking good in them Jays. Hell yeah.
0: Gl- glowing with joy with all that new money from his new five year. Jordan Deal after leaving Adidas. He's gonna be the highest paid NFL player on the Jordan roster. He's looking fresh. He's got a whole arsenal of weapons to play with. He's got guys he, he's got guys like CD Lamb who are itching to play with him, probably even more than last year. Look at mm-hmm. it as a redo on his rookie year.
1: Now I only I'll... had
0: Dak for like four games, four and a half games. His rookie year still had a thousand yards. Think about what he's gonna do this year.
1: I think Dak is gonna be an MVP candidate for this season. I'm just I'm just gonna say it.
0: No He's gonna be an
1: MVP. He like thing is for me, defense no needs to step up for the Cowboys. Of course, they made the right picks in the draft. They made only defensive picks in the draft, and which exactly what we needed uh Fuck Dallas. It took you this long.
0: What if? Okay, now what if this is gonna now this is a, this is a new segment called What If Jeffrey were here? And oh. uh And uh, that being said, uh, Jeffrey, by the way, guys, Jeffrey Burtis, or Francois to some. uh, Francois! Is is Tony's co-host of the Let's Just Talk About podcast and great old friend of mine since I was the tender age of fucking like 15, 16 years old. Um, And uh, ultimately, Jeffrey's a huge Saints fan, but even a more avid Stephen A. copier and ultimate Cowboys hater.
1: Oh, so, oh, and also, also, uh, it, when this comes out, it's going to be right before Jeff's birthday. So, uh, Jeff, happy birthday. Your birthday's oh, on yeah, Father's happy, Day this year, oh, brother. Yeah. Hey, I'm Jeffrey, seriously. I know I
0: talk, I know I talk shit to you all the time, brother, but I fucking love you, Jeffrey. You're cool as shit. You're my fucking boy. Uh, fucking and let's set up will, the fucking fantasy league
1: already. I already got another yeah. guy for everybody. I got Literally. another
0: guy. We literally, hey, but seriously though, we literally wouldn't be here without you, Jeff. None of us met if it wasn't for you, and we probably wouldn't keep this fantasy league going this long if it wasn't for you being just so goddamn weird. But I fucking <laughs> love you, dude. I love you so much. Uh, fucking don't you know, then I'll, don't, I'll, don't yeah, let our sh- one.
1: like genuinely don't let our shit talking like hurt you, bro. You know we don't mean any harm by that. No, dude, he's our
0: glue, dude. Literally, if Jeffrey wasn't around, none of us would have met each other. There would be no. There would be none. I don't think these podcasts would really even exist in the way that we look at them now. So, appreciate that. But uh that being said, what if Jeffrey were here? New segment, right? This is where I talk oh, about Lord. shit that I know Jeff would piss Jeffrey off if he were here. So, we're going to talk about a little Cowboys hype today. Dak Prescott Woo! looking good. Let's talk about what if the Cowboys defense locks up. I don't know about you, but it just looks like to me that every other year, Every Mm -hmm. other year. Yes, sir. Every other year, the Cowboys defense seems to be top 10, get the job done. It almost seems like it's riddled by injuries. Oh, my God, this this defense is super talented. Absolutely. What else did Mm -hmm. you expect? The next year, you get hurt a little bit. Oh, they're trash. They're trash because they get all this national attention when they are trash. They look like absolute dumpster fires. But that being said. What if this is one of those other years let's say that the loading up on defense draft wise like i brought up to you let's say that one out of three of those draft picks ends up becoming even a b-grade starter Ooh. you're talking about bolstering up your defense with three new studs right Ooh. you add three new studs to any 11-man roster i mean it's like you're talking about 28 of the fucking team right like and then ultimately there you are making dramatic increases incrementally or exponentially I'm sorry off of any recovering injuries and it yes. looks like we have good news about late late we have good news around Jalen Smith we have good news around pretty much everybody on the defense that was hurt last year and with the subtraction of losing a couple of guys in the secondary that are pretty much good riddens anyway
1: but, but guys but we say. also brought in I, I, I will stop you there yeah you know go you, ahead you know, go let ahead. me also say this Jeff is not a fan of the Cowboys fans, so I I, I have to talk like us, you know. Um, He thinks we all talk like like, uh, McCarthy. Oh, well, uh, 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 listen, if we we probably win one of the biggest draft picks in all of modern football history and Micah Parsons. Michael Parsons, man, he's the fastest linebacker ever coming to the NFL. The
0: doggone fastest thing i don't ever seen, no.
1: Oh, you know, he's, he's, been a a, he's a popular pig he, up in Arkansas. Oh, my God, he's a big motherfucker. <laughs> and I swear, I, 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 swear I, I swear, he is probably going to be the best linebacker on the Cowboys. <laughs>
0: I can't even. That's exactly what it is, man. That's exactly what it is. I mean (laughs) mean, bravo. I mean bravo. I mean that's that's, I mean that's that in
1: reality, like he is a great pick. I'm just he's not the great no, he's not. We haven't seen anything from him yet. Yes, he's explosive. He ran what a 3-4 at a linebacker? Like a 4-3-4. Like, who does that? Especially at his size. I believe he was like 240-250.
0: I mean, I'll be honest. He looks kind of like Julio Jones, like body yeah. shape. Like, I mean, that's basically who you got. But like, that just goes to show how much of a beast Julio Jones is. By the way, <laughs> when you look like Mark, like a like a first round linebacker. But um.
1: But anyways, also, I mean, like, I mean, gonna, look, seriously, football. though, like
0: let's like like uh like follow follow me though here, Tony. Let, let's get. I'm listening. All right. All right. Let's pretend. Let's pretend that like, I'm, I'm gonna take you on a journey, brother. okay Okay. 17 game season the cowboys are back in town right yes sir dak coming fresh off an injury oh cowboys defense okay let's say this is one of those years those other years like i was just mentioning they're top 10 on defense they're loaded up and they're hot they have a new right new coordinator ready to come
1: firing Oh, 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 that's special not a good let's, let's uh, improved. Let's say Zeke Elliott has another one of those career years. I know he didn't have it yeah. last year. Let's but let's, yeah, just say. And let's
0: and let's say and let's say the league go ahead and writes off Zeke Elliott, like it seems like they already are. Let's let them disrespect him. I think that this is a fucking perfect opportunity for Zeke to go ahead and bust out. Ooh. and then let's go let's go ahead and pretend that the line stays healthy. Fuck it. Let's just go ahead and add oh. that to the mix. Connor, let's, talk, let's I know we're, we're, we're always afraid we're always afraid of bring it up Tony we're always afraid to really talk about it we're always afraid to dive into what we really believe and know what our minds can envision but let's say these things that are more than reasonable of happening the parlay of life the parlay mm-hmm. that is a successful football season
1: I mean what are is, we are we talking what is super the real are we talking to super
0: Bowl football? What is the capacity of this team, Tony? I, I, it's absolutely,
1: it's absolutely a Super Bowl, man. It's absolutely a Super Bowl. If it, I mean, if anything, the the uh, the NFC Championship game, because we cannot forget about the the goat, Tom Brady, because uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be in the AFC by the time the season starts. There's no way he's going to be a Green Bay Packer. I'm sorry, but. In reality, it's probably going to be a Tampa Bay-Dallas Cowboys week one and NFC Championship game. Mm. Remember that, guys, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Thank you, Mr. Jones. I appreciate that. That was an excellent
1: excellent, uh, prediction. Actually, it's just like in reality, though, like it's weird that we are facing Tom Brady on opening day, right? Like we know that stadium, the way everything is going right now, That stadium is going to be at maximum capacity when Dallas comes to town. They didn't even have maximum capacity for the Super Bowl. They didn't even have max capacity for the Super Bowl. Imagine how electric that building's going to be.
0: God, so badass.
1: There's gonna be a meme, and that stadium sucks one. too. They're gonna have they're
0: gonna have memes <laughs> or like this is the only ring ceremony Dak will ever go to.
1: Blah Uh, yeah, it's like oh look, there's me, there's me again. Oh yeah, talking no, another but, ring, but, but
0: but no bullshit. You, you think this is like the the real ceiling of this Dallas Cowboys team? Is
1: yeah, the Super, Bowl? Super Bowl, it's Super Bowl. Winning Like Bowl? I, ha- I hate I hate I hate to be that guy who's like oh yeah, the Cowboys can win the Super Bowl. Yes. The Cowboys can win the Super Bowl. Yeah, fucking newsflash,
0: everybody. I'm tired of it's acting just- like I, I'm tired of acting like I have to keep it quiet because people love to rag on it in mainstream media. But guys, anybody with a fucking brain, anybody who can actually watch this football can see that the Cowboys, again, really are a talented team. Now, whether or not talented teams necessarily result and correlate to Super Bowl wins, it damn sure doesn't necessarily put you in a worse fucking position.
1: Right? exactly
0: at the very least it's a minimum so why not be glad to have it right it's only the endless realms of possibilities that is a 17 game season in the nfl right and it just takes super a matter bowl, of getting hot man if if anything kind of getting back to what you were saying tony earlier about what it means to uh, to win the mea mvp it's kind of like what it takes to win the super bowl in the nfl you know you get you got to be of course you got to be good all year round you got to always have it inside you but you got to exactly. get hot when it matters most and it's gotta be at the last quarter of the season. You gotta ride that going into the playoffs. And
1: man, you know the what? Cowboys, you're just you're, seemed, you're right. saying everything right. And the best example of getting hot at the end and winning it all is actually last year's bucks. Facts. Ho- holy fuck, they sucked at the first half of the season. And after their bye week, Tom Brady got under their asses and lit a fire. They didn't lose a game for the rest of the season. Even Kansas City, who they lost to earlier in the season, got their ass whooped in the Super Bowl. And guess what? They got serenaded by the weekend. Jesus Damn. fucking Christ. Uh, it's uh, just, uh, it, it's, uh, it's, uh, look uh, what you've done. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, oh, fuck it, fuck it.
0: Oh, my exactly God. That's exactly where I was going with it. Uh, I'm glad you picked that
1: up. <laughs> as soon as I heard it, I was like, I knew where you
0: were going with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking funny. Oh. But, but, man, dude, but why can't the Cowboys be that team? I, I, I really don't see why they can't. You know, I'm I, I'm, I'm really, you know what? I'm going to make a fucking clear line of the sand this year, man. I'm tired of, I'm tired of, I mean, fuck, dude, with the direction these shows are going. I am mm-hmm. going to definitely, you know, it, it just might be my goddamn bread and butter to be a vocal about this. Because as I transition here, guys, and you're going to see all the stuff I have up in my projects to come. But, guys, I'm really trying to embrace the character that I really am on the show and and the type of fanship I really have for this team. They are a Super Bowl contender. Don't get it fucking twisted. It's simple math. Dude, you have to win your division to get in the playoffs. The Cowboys have one of the most reasonable paths to a division championship more than any other team. I mean, shit. I mean, other than, like, the Chiefs and shit. I mean, it's not like anybody in, their, in our division is necessarily either now or in the coming future
1: remotely a the- threat. only good thing in our division besides the Dallas Cowboys, and I will say it, I will say it as a hater of every other team in our division, the only other thing that's good in our division is the Washington football team defense. That's, it, that's that, literally one specific side of one he,
0: team.
1: Yeah, and the reason I have to save that is because who the fuck is the quarterback over there? Who is the quarterback? Literally. Fucking you quarterback. had Alex Smith retire on you. You're not going to use Heineken over there. I know his name is Heineke. I'm going to call know. him Heineken. Tennessee. And then you brought in the beard of all beards, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's been on sixty fit. He's been on like 60 football teams, man. Right, literally, uh, look. I eight. know it's only like I know it's only like seven or eighteenth, whatever. Nine uh, is it not? Oh, fuck. it's getting to McCowan territory. Oh man, McC- yeah, I said McCowan. No, but man, but yeah, oh, I man, feel weird. I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, there's there's not really anybody I think can consistently compete, but, I mean, it's not that far fetched in my opinion to see the, Cowboys then, at the top 10 defense, and the offense looks absolutely when when healthy and when when in stride unfucking stoppable i mean if that, if that if that if that if that line is even three quarters of what it of what it was a couple of years ago which is yeah. exactly what it's probably set to be at best is three quarters of what it was a couple of years ago but if they even get that and dak is playing and in and, and his health and he's not lying to us yeah assuming that he's not lying to us i don't think he's either. lying
1: either i really don't I think mean, he's I, lying.
0: I mean, you're talking about a fucking super loaded, uh, super loaded offense. I mean, assuming, uh, and then, dude, if Schultz or uh, or Brown make any jump at the tight end position.
1: Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean. And you know what? How about we just go, f- I, I know they're not going to do it, but how about we just go find another quarterback or guy from a different position off the street and let him play tight end too, you know? Like, I've <laughs> been hearing, uh, Brandon Jacobs wants to come back me play a uh, defensive end. Uh end, that right. fucking Tim Tebow is a fucking Jaguar. Um who is it? Uh, Kelvin Benjamin's going to play uh tight end for I wanna say the uh New York Giants.
0: What is this um, all like changing numbers and positions fucking thing?
1: You know what? I don't mind the numbers because at least for some of these I mean, guys. I don't the numbers, but the positions, I mean, fuck. Oh, yeah, the yeah, position dude. thing is it's throwing little, me off. It's getting,
0: it's getting a little quirky. It's kind of, it's it's almost reminiscent of me to, uh, like, uh, like these TikTokers and
1: YouTubers, one the box But also Tebow, 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 if you look at pictures of dude or video of dude at practice, dude looks like a tight end. He's thick. Like, yeah, him and Benjamin, like Benjamin, all he did was like, I'm not gonna lose that much weight anymore, and I'm gonna play tight end. All right, cool, learn how to block, you big bitch. That's all you gotta do, learn how to block. Tebow, I guarantee you, he'll do anything in his power for his team to win. I will uh, never fail my teammates again. <laughs> any, hell yeah, baby, Any anything in the book. Oh, I see. This, this is some weird shit I've had brainstorming, and I want to do it at some point. Uh, I know I've talked on my podcast about doing a, like, throwback wrestling episodes or, you know, stuff like that. I want to go back and look at old football teams <laughs> at certain points because I was just like, these are such interesting stories. Like, think about the 2008 Florida Gators. Nuts. Most of that team got arrested. <laughs> At some point in time, the only good people on that team were Urban Meyer and Tim Tebow. That team yeah, had like, like you, could, like, like you dogs. can draw you can
0: draw a really good like Venn diagram of like one circle being like arrested like like, like just like players arrested and the other yeah being players players drafted. It's probably a lot of good overlap there. It's probably a good and Yeah,
1: it's probably see. a lot of, like, people drafted who were arrested or who were murderers. Aaron Hernandez. Not uh, not to uh, name names. Not uh, a- Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> Janoris <Hey>. Jenkins. God, <laughs> Jesus, dude. Janoris probably, Jenkins were- is still playing football,
0: too. Dude, they were they were literally balling in every aspect of life.
1: Fuck that you, team was so crazy. I'm sorry to get off track, but I'm like, no, no, I, I thought no, about I, doing I mean,
0: that. I remember, I remember. No, I mean seriously, dude. I mean, fuck. I talked about them uh, uh, a couple of shows ago, I think. I remember thinking about how fucking nuts it was, just because I remember seeing a video on Twitter about it, and I thought about how cool it would be to actually kind of, you know, put something together a little bit more in depth about yeah. just the just about how really wacky that team was. I mean, fucking, you had Cam Newton. Who went on to be a Heisman national champion as the backup quarterback on that team? Wait, did
1: you watch the same thing I did? Because I think you might have watched the same thing I did. Uh, was it a probably, was it a podcast clip or something like that?
0: Uh it was a couple of things to be honest. One was a podcast <laughs> clip. One was a YouTube thumbnail. Yeah, and then, uh, and uh, it was and like also a I've podcast, just, also like, I've just uh, known the
1: story too. Yeah, it was a podcast called "Things I Heard About Last Night" or something like that. And it has a comedian on there, and one of his best friends, and he—they brought up every detail on how wacky that fucking team was. It's just like, yeah, Tim Tebow. Yeah, because some of them were selling,
0: yeah, some of them were selling drugs and
1: fucking, Oh yeah, I mean, you know,
0: and some, a lot of them were fucking just dude hidden bitches, all
1: kinds of it, stuff. Dude. It was—it was just wild stories about that team, and like some of them got arrested in college, and then some of them got arrested after college. It, oh man oh my that that man
0: (laughs) what a wild story let's hope the Cowboys stay clean um, all the way oh my god yeah uh, but I would love a little bit of glory like that it'd be nice to have like you know another dynasty felt team here again man because uh, uh, of course you start to think will it ever happen at this you know with with the way the NFL is set up these days of course dynasties I think I'm, I'm hoping are harder and harder to come across and that's why I just kind of want to really, really just embrace it whenever it happens again, assuming it <laughs> does. But, man, oh, shit. Hey, don't blink twice, but the Nets took the lead.
1: Yeah, so I'm looking at it, 98-99 with 5-10 left in the fourth quarter. That's James crazy. Harden they were down, Kevin Durant.
0: God, they're down 20 for the most game.
1: Yeah, and literally, it's been Durant. Like, I've been watching, it and I'm like, oh, my God. We're like, Jesus. for him taking over. Jesus Hell, yeah. But yeah. uh,
0: let's see here. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much... Uh, I just wanted to get that little Cowboys rant. Tell y'all that, you know, remind everyone that Cowboys are more than capable of taking the fucking shit. Um, and uh, oh, I, don't I, I have fucking a bit recognize and recognize.
1: I have a take, though. It's, it's, about, it's about Dak's shoe deal. All right? The way you... Okay. If you want to make Dak your top athlete for Jordan Brand... And you want to make him have an impact on Jordan on the at least the football end you have to give Dak a signature Jordan shoe. Now, that this a wild thought, but okay. the last time people really cared about a like, cleats not wearing yeah, cleats. Like the last time you really heard about somebody wearing a Jordan cleat that wasn't a retro like remix for with cleats on it was randy moss randy really? moss had jordan cleats that were custom made like they were they were mosses wow if you See, want I that never, kind never of seen that uh the only the only like the
0: only iconic cleat i ever really think of is the newtons
1: oh i hate those too god i hate those
0: I, I can see them from a mile away. They're like fucking. Yeah. Fans. I literally like saw in them in
1: uh, like a. I saw them in like a Champ Sports and I was like, what in the fuck is this doing in here? Yeah. They look, they look like you're playing. They're
0: like you're fucking
1: playing for Queen or some shit. Like, yeah. Like, like, where's Freddie Mercury, man? Just like, come on. Freddie like, Mercury look, I, no, let me get, let me, let me go. Let me, don't get this wrong. We all love all Queen. Right. Like, their music is incredible. Um, But yeah, like, that looks like a Freddie Mercury boot. Yeah, especially I mean, especially the red ones.
0: It's cool, but oh yeah, dude, because do people people kids love them? I remember like that's all I saw on a football field back in like 2015. Oh
1: god, uh, I remember that too. Oh, uh,
0: people people loved them, but that was Under Armour.
1: Yeah, and nobody really wears Under Armour like that anymore. It yeah, no, the only people I see wearing Under Armour are Under Armour brand athletes and most of the time I, if i see anything on the field it's like a a, a vapor something uh kind of cleat or a jordan retro cleat like a jordan 10 retro or a jordan 1 retro and those bad boys are clean i'm sorry like every time i see somebody with a custom jordan uh cleat i'm like all right all right we're in here we're here they just we turn them like
0: I just can't imagine them being very like sturdy. You know
1: what I mean? No, because the Jordan ones in general are some of the like worst shoes to play any kind of sport in. Just you don't want <laughs> like think I I remember hearing I think it was watching The Last Dance and Jordan talked about because he was already in the 14s or the 13s and the 14s by the time the last season came for uh, him in Chicago. And he, for his last game in New York, he decided to bring back the Jordan 1, like, to wear the Jordan 1 again. And holy fuck. Did he, he talked about how much the shoes actually gave him blisters on his feet. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, if they were that bad, I wonder how the hell everybody else's feet in the 80s looked. Because their shoes looked like shit. Playing a fucking Chuck. Chuck Taylor's dog. I'm like, bro. And then just the 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 Converse uh like pros, the pro BBs that they had back in the day. They weren't good shoes. Not not oh. compared to what we have now. The technology Absolutely. we have in the shoes. I shit, mean the fucking shit. Seth Curry's got shoes to tie themselves. Yeah, and then you also have Durant with all of his technology in his shoe. You have Nike. With their uh, adapt, their self-lacing basketball shoes. which And, and, yeah, the
0: and then don't Marty even give Mc me flies. Some,
1: Oh, my God. The mags, bro. Those look, oh, my God. I wouldn't, I would buy a pair. This is turning into a shoe podcast. But I would buy a pair just to shelve them. I wouldn't ever wear them. That As one of those shoes, one of those grails that would be like, yes, I want it. I got it. Yeah, dude. Cool. Yeah, I mean, they're fucking,
0: they're fucking worth, like, two Gs.
1: Yeah, and, like, no even, look, look, I'll even be honest. Giannis's shoes are comfortable. Giannis's shoes are great. The best shoes I've had recently for balling are Pumas. Okay, yeah, I know you have been on the Puma train. But, but uh, genuinely, like, I have Nike basketball shoes that I play in. But it just for my feet, okay, the worst basketball shoes are absolutely the bronze. I'm sorry. Really? They are okay. not comfortable. They're made for his narrow ass foot. Um, and in my opinion, it's either the Pumas or the Kyrie, like anything Kyrie one through four. You know what? I and think it's-, it's a very
0: underrated basketball shoe that's actually probably a little bit more affordable than some other ones. Mm. The Lillards. Oh, oh, the Lewis. dames. Oh. Yeah. Dames, him, dames, him dames or are, are actually a... very comfortable. They have tons of ankle support for, like, my weak-ass ankles in case you don't want to get
1: broke. You or get uh the uh, Don Donovan Mitchell's, the Don issues. Oh, my gosh. Adidas it's makes cool. some and damn a good shoes.
0: little spider logo on it, right?
1: Yeah, because they call him the spider. I'm Hell like, yeah. yes. And then he also That's has, cool. like, He has like this deal with like Marvel to where he's actually putting like superhero themed shoes out and Dame has this relationship with Ric Flair where he's put out Dame Sevens and Ric Flair colorways just just think about yeah
0: See, I wish whenever, remember whenever he had that badass game and they dropped the price down on the shoes. Oh, I, I, oh, I should
1: have. I, I, oh. I wish I would
0: have. I wish I would have copped a couple because I mean they cost like one thirty retail, but I think what that they, day they were like they were like, like sixty nine. Cause sixty eight dollars, uh, cause he dropped sixty eight points or some dude, shit. Dude, and I
1: was broke and I was about to buy like three dude, pairs. Dude,
0: I wish, <laughs> dude, I wish I could have bought three pairs. I want some all black lulark so bad. I have some white ones, but the all black ones are just worth. I just love this. Oh my I god! I think the grip and the feel is just overall just so fucking good. Would have been awesome. Path.
1: Yeah, man. Oh my god. Damn.
0: I'm still gonna try and get some. Fuck it.
1: Um. That would be anyways. my first pair of Adidas.
0: Oh wow, that's crazy. I have tons of Adidas shit. Even though I'm still going to Nike model.
1: all like we're all trying to run for the run for the check man that's all we're trying to do
0: that's right that's right well uh let's see here i think that's uh i think that's pretty much it we can go ahead and call that a show Um, absolutely kind of an impromptu show here um we're gonna have a little bit more of of an organized bit for you guys coming up uh here probably next week um in regards to our and probably catch you somewhere in the middle of the conference finals I want to do a really, really nice, intricate finals uh, show like I did for the Super Bowl last year for football. Um, we're going to be talking prop bets for the NBA finals, everything from MVP to overall series uh, outcome. Um, we're going to take a look at the historical trends for what those matchups look like. Because, again, guys, we're coming in with less information than we have in a very long time. This NBA Finals is already guaranteed to be the most unique championship matchup in the last 11 to
1: 12 years. So I mean, now— I'm going to say yeah. it real quick before you keep going. Go ahead. I, it almost looks like there's a guaranteed new champion in the NBA. It yeah, almost looks about like
0: that. The only the only teams left that have actually won a championship
1: or in, in these their two
0: lifetimes are the Bucks, the Sixers, the
1: Sixers. and the and that's it.
0: I think the Hawks. No, I think, oh yeah, the well,
1: yeah, the Hawks, the but they won back
0: in '79.
1: Yeah, that was a long time ago, a long time ago. Yeah, but the Nets uh, have never
0: won, the, uh, and on the West, no, none of them have ever won.
1: The uh, Phoenix has never won. Jazz, jazz has never won. Clippers Phoenix, have never
0: Clippers. won. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, the Nuggets already lost, but they would have been a no first timer too. I um,
1: mean, imagine, well, like, think about this. Imagine, because I think, oh, actually, wow, wow, we almost skipped over this fact. This is Chris oh. Paul's first Western Conference Final.
0: That's not true. Whenever he was with Houston, he he did not he 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 just he got hurt mid-series.
1: He didn't play it. He didn't play it. He didn't. What well, was in the Western Conference Finals, anyways? Those the Semis. No, no, no. One of those years it was the Semis. But in, back you in sure? two thousand.
0: Yeah, yeah. I promise you. But because I, I remember those...
1: he had this issue in uh, in L. A. When he was playing with the Clippers that he couldn't ever make the Conference Finals.
0: No, yeah, but no, but he finally made it. But then he got hurt when he got there, and then they ultimately lost. Um,
1: it's James Harden.
0: Yeah, this was the uh, other. This was in two. This was the year before. He didn't play at all in the playoffs in like uh, 2018. So this was like 17.
1: Damn, damn, damn! My timeline yeah.
0: off. Actually, no, no. But still, this have been, no. This might have been 18, and then 19 he didn't make it. Well, and then, yeah, I take that back. Yeah, yeah, it was 18 because then in 19 he didn't. Uh, they they lost in the semis, and then and uh, and then in 20 he went to the Thunder, um, and then here he is in the Suns. So.
1: But, I think uh, this is his best opportunity to get to the finals, too.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, without a doubt. I mean, this is it. I mean, he's going to have a, it's going to be two teams that have literally nothing to fucking lose. You know what I mean? Uh, and This is his chance to finally get there, and he's, he can ride the coattails of Devin Booker if he's lucky.
1: Lord have mercy.
0: <laughs> yeah, court. no kidding. Damn, man, this basketball game though Nets Bucks here is turning into a grinder. Two minutes left, Oh my God! Yeah, this is, 104, this is insane. 104. Well, we'll go, ahead and go. That's the perfect place for us to leave off, dude. Leave the suspense on the episode while we catch the end of the game. But guys, thank you all <laughs> for tuning in. Hammer time. This has been Chris Rios and Tony Lopez. Tony, anything to say to the folks before we
1: leave? Listen to the podcast on Sunday on Father's Day because. It's a double feature. We're doing wrestling and sports on the same episode just for you fucks out there. You oh, fucking daddies out there. It's happy Father's Day, you fucks. Well, hey,
0: that sounds like an entertaining ass show. I will definitely be listening and everybody give it a listen. Available on all platforms. It's his Tony show. Let's just talk about um be a friend, tell a friend, go ahead and give it a listen. Uh there's um, I have there's always links to me and each other's social uh, me and Tony's social media so be sure to go ahead and check it out. Give it a quick click. Honestly, give it 10 minutes of your life. If you don't like it, you don't like it. But let me tell you, you're gonna love it anyway. So just go ahead and fucking hit that save button. And go ahead and subscribe on Spotify so you get notifications whenever that episode drops. And, guys, thank you all for listening again. Thank you for being with the Hammer Time team. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Rio Stun. And, uh, fuck, man, let's get this bread. Tune in next time, and we're going to talk about how to make some money on those fucking finals, boys. And if you will go ahead and excuse me, I'll catch y'all next week. And I'm going to see if I can cash in on the Nets. But, guys, thank you all again. Stay fucking beautiful. Love you all. Thank <laughs> you.